Hi, Sarah. Hi, Josh. How you doing? I'm good. Good. Tonight, I am talking with my friend Sarah Pennypacker. Welcome to my nasty couch. Thank you. What do you think of the couch? Um, I've sat on the couch numerous times, so kind of used to its nastiness, you know. Okay, I can appreciate that. I, I kind of feel the same way. It's like, you know, just a unnecessary evil. <laughs> yeah. You okay? No, this is totally weird. Now take the headphones off. <laughs> I don't know if this will be better. It's it's really not that big of a deal. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad we got that settled. You're not going to be able to tell whether you want to wear them or not, will you? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think so. Let's try one ear on and one ear off. That's usually how I do it. Oh, that's better. Yeah. That's a lot better. Well, good. I'm, I'm cool. glad that you're comfortable. Cool. This is how I do it at work when I listen to music and people are talking to me so I can hear the man listen. At the listen same time. You listen to music at work? Yeah. I, I could never. Oh, no, I totally can. Well, well, okay. Do you listen to like online radio or like your iPod? Like Groove Shark? Like, yeah, or like Pandora or whatever. Yeah, or like uh, Spotify or whatever. I can't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't, I can't let someone else be the DJ. Groove Shark and Spotify, you are the no, DJ. No, yeah, those, those I, I don't fine, like Pandora like, that much, yeah, honestly. Pandora, I can't, I yeah. can't accept that. Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, well, and that's the thing, it's like, and I only ever listen to an album at the time, mm. and then I would just be listening to the same records over and over, <laughs> like, every day. I, I can't do that. I, when, when I did, you know have a desk job I would do podcasts mm-hmm. that was the easiest way for me to I don't know pass time nowadays I don't have a job so I don't have to worry about it oh perfect yeah, it is perfect <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh let's get the first thing out of the way the kind of the elephant in the room um you and I like my little pony Yes, yes we do. I was like, what is he going to talk about? What is he going to say? What is he going to... Oh, My Little Pony, that's not so bad. No, I I openly proclaim my love for My Little Pony. Why? Because it's wonderful. Explain explain to me and the two people listening this far (laughs) why why you would spend your time on a children's television cartoon. Because it may be a children's television show, but it is, you know... Pretty, pretty wonderful. I said that already. It's double wonderful. Double wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, characters are awesome. Every pony is, like, not not just, like, a stereotype of something. They're really, like, deep, and they have, you know, facets to their personality. Um, lots of good storylines in the shows. It's adorable, which is also a plus. Pinkie Pie is the best pony. That's a really weird way of pronouncing Rainbow Dash. But, <laughs> no, but no, 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 no. I, I think you're trying to say Pinkie Pie. Yeah. So, yeah, for, for those of you who, I guess, either don't know or don't care much about internet culture, um, or at least the way that culture propagates through the internet, um, the, the television show My Little Pony, which premiered, well, it just finished its third season. Um, the season finale was really good, by the way. You, you, I was going it was to beautiful. say, I was going to ask if you'd gotten the, you know, caught up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that far. Um, but 
uh, the show itself has reached beyond its target audience of six-year-old little girls um, and has hooked quite a bit of the you know 18 to 35 year old um, a little bit more enthusiastically male demographic but obviously company included uh, does not I guess um, does not drive away uh, female uh, I don't know, audiences, for, for lack of a better word. So it's it's actually been a bit mystifying to a lot of people. And there have been lots of studies and, like, um, there, there's been a documentary recently made about it, which I heard actually wasn't very good, but oh. I'll leave that alone. Um, it, it seems to be an, an odd phenomenon from every angle, and when you look at it on the surface, yeah, but, you know, I was, as I was thinking about it, you know, just, just thinking about uh, talking about it tonight, I realized this is really not the first time that this has happened, um, at least not quite this way, that a creative work has completely engulfed an, an unintentional demographic. Like, okay, um... A present-day example, Harry Potter, right? Okay. We've, we've, we've got a book that's, that's, that's about an 11-year-old kid, and, you know, this, the series coming from it, uh, who learns magic? You know, whatever, that's, that's fine. That sounds like a young adult fantasy novel, except they turned it into an eight-film series, mm -hmm. like, that has broken records. You know, that's unheard of. That hasn't happened before. At least not that's that specifically, um, or like model cars and trains um, to get away from media. It's like that's 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 a kid's toy, but it's something that a lot of adults spend a lot of time and ridiculous amounts of money on. Hmm. So, and then the biggest one is Star Wars. We we've we've got a we've got a space laser opera. <laughs> That has spawned countless novelizations, is in talks to make its third trilogy of films, has miniseries and unspeakable merchandization. Mer 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 merchandise. Yeah, that. Um, and you know, nobody saw it coming. So, so in that respect, it's like, yeah, okay, it's unusual for people to, to latch on to you know, an unintended piece of work, but it happens all the time. Um, I, th I think it's just, I think it's just um, probably how easy it is for internet subcultures to form now, mm -hmm. that that kind of thing is, is really just a lot eas more easily facilitated than, uh, than it has been before. Like, you know, 20 years ago, this wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. um, it, or at the very least, not at this scale, because there are entire conventions, you know, several that are held yearly just for this kids show. There's going to be one in Salt Lake. There's going to be one in Salt Lake, and I've been eyeing it, like, <laughs> trying to figure out if it'll be worth attending. I, I may at least go to, go for a day yeah, and see yeah. what's up, but, Check like, I've, I've seen no news about it, like, no idea who, if anyone, will even be there. So, but, but the thing is, it's happening. Mm-hmm for for a girl's show so it 
it's just it's just a weird human trait that it's like this is a thing that people do it, it isn't unique to to one or two individuals so i don't know it's it's still a little mystifying to me at times but i've clearly bought into it i've got a handful of rainbow dash figures on my on my speaker monitor i think you're mispronouncing pinkie pie no no those are definitely rainbow dashes so so let's let's talk about the finale um you know, I would warn you about spoilers, but honestly, first of all, who's going to care about uh, a, a My Little Pony show being being spoiled if you're not the audience? Okay. And second of all, if you are the audience... You've already seen the finale. You've already seen the finale. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... So, brief synopsis. The main character, Twilight Sparkle, she is a unicorn... And she turns into an alicorn. She creates new magic and gets wings. And alicorns are princesses. And they're basically immortal god ponies. Um, that's the storyline. What, what did you think of the episode? Um, I enjoyed the episode. I thought the first half was really fun. Um, with the messed up cutie marks, each of the... The, the main six, you know, had their their, podi their cutie marks switched, and so they were all trying to do each other's, you know, life work mm -hmm. when they didn't quite have the skills for it. Um, Pinkie Pie, we, we saw the return of, of Pingamina, mm -hmm. and, and that was lovely. Um, Those, I don't know, I felt a little sadder for her this time. Uh, she was just kind of... Yeah, Pinkie, Pinkie is a little bipolar. She um, <laughs> She grew up on a rock farm. And her family farmed rocks. Mm -hmm. And she didn't really know what fun or enjoyment was until, you know, a series of events happened. And then she became super happy and bright and had, you know, parties all the time. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, then, you know, her destiny got changed and she became super depressed again. And yeah. that's happened a couple times in the show. It has. It's, it has. it's, it's a little sad, I'll admit. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's also kind of adorable. Um, it's pretty entertaining. But, yeah, I mean, so that the first half was really cool. It, I mean, it went really fast because um, they put a lot in the episode and there was a song every other second. There, um, there were know. seven songs. Yeah. That's an Academy record. <laughs> Which is beautiful, though. I mean, I love the My Little Pony songs. Like, the music is one of my favorite parts about the show as well. Um, so it was cool to have so many songs together. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I think I think that premise in and of itself should have been its own um, episode yeah, all on its own. One episode there. Um but yeah, that was that was really pushed through and then and then the whole ascension to godhood thing was a little sudden. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I guess like they've kind of been hinting at it, like we knew it was probably coming, but I mean Yeah, I mean it it was it was obvious, like it was that this kind of thing was planned from the start of the show. Like, there are two... The two current princess ponies are Celestia and Luna, and one controls the sun, one controls the moon, whatever. And then Twilight, you know, she's stars. She Her, her mark on her um, flank is is a star, and it's got stars around it. So, I mean, it, it made sense that this kind of thing would happen. And there have been little clues and, and hints all throughout. But... It's it's difficult for this kind of uh, dramatic change to happen all at once. Mm -hmm. Like, 
it, it breaks a lot of rules of, of just basic theming in storytelling. Like, uh, like I'll give you an example. Did you ever, did you ever watch Pokemon? Did you know the story much at all? Uh, I watched a bit of the show. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I mean, the, the main character is Ash and mm-hmm. he's got a little Pokemon Pikachu and they go on adventures together and yeah. they do Pokemon stuff. Yeah. Pokemon stuff. So, you know, I used to watch this when I was, when I was in elementary school and, um, one of the main themes in, you know, that was overarching for several episodes, you know, for basically as long as I watched was they didn't want Pikachu to evolve, to turn into another Pokemon. Raichu. Um, to turn into Raichu. That's right. Um, because, you know, whatever reasons, because that would mean he's different and he likes Pikachu the way he is and, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if Raichu had all of a sudden, like if Pikachu had just in one episode, you know, made that sudden change, it wouldn't have made any sense. Mm-hmm. It would have been completely contrary to, to the, to the whole story. Um, now, if the theme was different, if it was the other way around, if the whole of the series or at least that or those seasons, was about, you know, making that change, getting that evolution to happen, when it finally paid off, it would have been really gratifying. It would have made a lot of sense. That's true. And I mean, they didn't even, like, mention it beforehand. It was just like, all of a sudden, hey, congratulations, you're an Right, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's obvious for, like, the meticulous fanatic to see all these little details leading up to Twilight's change, but it isn't explicit. It isn't overt. Mm -hmm. And so that when it does happen, it's like... It's it's almost a bait and switch kind of thing. Mm, it's like yeah. I wasn't expecting that, and it's really you know disorienting for that kind of a something to happen. Now it's as far as I'm aware, you know this was this was kind of this was not a writer decision. It it's you know basically from Hasbro who owns the property to sell more toys, and so now there's this new toy, mm-hmm. and now they want the little girls to buy it. All the old Twilight Sparkles don't count anymore because they don't right. have wings. Right. Yeah. So now they get to have a whole new line of, of whatevers. But the question that you have to ask is, is that is that going to be effective? Because because even kids, even though they don't get it, understand theming. Mm-hmm. It's like I, you know, read a couple whatever stories of um, of people watching with their younger siblings or kids and and like one of them, one of the stories I recall had, you know, we're watching it on the laptop. And when that happened, the kid shut the laptop and stopped the episode <laughs> and then went and pulled out a Twilight toy and said, Twilight Sparkle, like without the wings. Like, you know, it's, it would have made a lot more sense anyway to, to make it, you know, that season's theme, like, mm-hmm. you know, make it, make it explicit, like make it, you know, you know, we're training you for this kind of purpose. Maybe maybe leave it a little bit to the imagination. Don't make it so, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z, but at least give it some reasoning behind it because yeah, otherwise it just seems like a cash grab. Yeah. Which, well, that... I mean, it's a, it's a kid's toy about selling shows, but come on. It's a fun kid's toy about selling shows. Kid's show about selling toys? No. Okay, cool. Um, I, I kind of wonder if, like, Hasbro, I don't know, like, maybe they told them late when they were, like, writing the season or something, and then all of a sudden they just had to throw it in, That's you know? That's what I'm guessing, um, because, and not to go into 
too great of boring detail, but but it seemed like with the episodes leading up to this point that they had in mind a different se- season yeah. end. Yeah. Um, but guess not. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we'll see, you know, next season how they mm-hmm. handle it, what it, you know, becomes of it. But... Right. Right. Because cause if the marketing gets gets much more aggressive like that, if, you know, if they keep introducing new characters or making new stuff just, you know, so that the writing suffers, yeah, I might just have to say there were only three seasons and let it go. But what are you going to do? Speaking of new seasons, Community is back. Oh, Community. Finally. I love Community. It is back. It's October, in case you didn't know. Well, by now, I mean, because it started on October Oh, 17th. yeah, we just had Halloween, so... Yeah, so it's... We're in November. We're in November already, again. <laughs> uh, I have no idea how many um, how many episodes they pre-recorded or they had recorded up, I think up it's... to this point. I think by now, like, they only had the two, maybe? Because they didn't have one this last week, right? There was one last week. It was okay. Halloween. Really? Yeah, Valentine's Day. We had Halloween, Valentine slash Halloween. Don't confuse me with your portmanteau. No, no, no. That's what they called it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Because it was see the Halloween episode of Community. Well, I realized what it was and did when you see it was. It? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was last week. Yeah, but who called it Halloween? I, I like everybody. Are you not on Tumblr? No. <laughs> Tumblr confuses me. <laughs> the Community Tumblr was like. I don't understand making... it at all. Valentine cards that were Halloween themed. Who moderates the community Tumblr? Uh, I don't know, actually. Who's in charge? I don't know. Actually, That's I don't. That's weird. But it's official. Huh. There's a lot of unofficial ones, of course. And are but... they using my power drill again? Bother. Oh, well. Yeah, as as you saw coming in, my living room is thoroughly trashed or else... Well, we wouldn't be playing D&D right now anyway because nobody could come. Yeah. But... <laughs> But yeah, we wouldn't be able to if anyone was uh, was free. Yeah, somebody broke the couch that you saw overturned. I no, I missed that. I didn't really look. Yeah, yeah, well, the couch was overturned, and now, honestly, I'm I'm not gonna be living here forever, so it doesn't affect me all that much. But these guys insisted on painting over the cabinets and cupboards. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. That's fine but making them even darker than they already are. So they were already like a kind of a burgundy, Mm -hmm. and now they're like just like super dark brown. And I'm like, guys, this place is dark enough as it is. Like, I can't see the cabinets anymore. (laughs) (sighs) But I don't know. I I don't care. It's not my place. It's their place. They can do what they want to it. It's just, I don't understand why you're making these decisions. But whatever. Whatever. But anyway, community. Yes. Community, yes. Let's get back to that. Um, I I was I was a little hesitant, you know, starting back into the season because uh-huh. I'm like uh, things are different. No, they are different. Well, in the first episode, there was a lot going on. Just, lot I mean, I have the same complaint with the Ponies season finale as I yeah. did with the Community yeah. season premiere. So. Though though I did really like Fred Willard as Pierce in Abed. What, what, what did he call it? Abed TV? Abed's Happy Community. Yeah, Abed TV. Abed TV. It was like, but the show's like Abed's Happy Community something show. Well, because, yeah, they, yeah, they did that before real Pierce, you know, they, before they did reality. And it was like, wait, are they actually trying to replace <laughs> Chevy Chase with Fred Willard? I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know. 
It's funny because I was I was watching it with some friends actually, and they when the, when it came on to start with like the laugh track, they were like, "What's going on? What have <laughs> yeah. they done to my show? What have that they done?" That was the best. And I like... I was just laughing because I knew it was a joke, and I was like, "You people, stop taking it so seriously!" Like really. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was terrible, but also I liked it. Were you watching it with your nerd fighter? I was watching group? it with with some nerd fighters. <laughs> what the heck is that? I still don't get what the heck that is. <laughs> Hold okay. on, let, let me let me try and explain what I think it is. And you can tell me how yeah, accurate I am. let's do that. Okay, so the Nerd Fighters mm-hmm. are a community of yes. people that is centered online. That is, that's, that's the basis of it. That's where it came from. Yes. Um, that was inspired by these brothers who sent YouTube videos back and forth to each other every day. Yes, every weekday. Uh, okay. For yeah, a year. Detail. Um, Brotherhood. Brotherhood and 2.0. they coined the phrase, and now they have a following. Yes. And um, that's really as far as I get, because beyond that, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so it was started by John Green and Hank Green. Um, okay. You may know John Green as the author of The Fault in Our Stars, which was named Times. It was named Times Magazine, Time Magazine's Best Novel of 2012. Not even, like, Best Young Adult Novel, but, like, Best Novel. I had not heard about it, but okay, it's know. a good book. Anyway, okay. um, John Green's the young adult author. His brother Hank is like a he runs he runs EcoGeek.com. He's like a science guy. Okay. So they decided in two thousand seven. Yeah, I think it was two thousand seven. They they started what they called Brotherhood two point and they decided for a year that they were only going to communicate via okay. the internet via YouTube videos. They weren't going to have any textual communication. If they did, there would be punishments. Um, and. N- were th- I assume they were living in different places. Yeah, yeah. One was in Montana and the other was in Indiana. Okay. I think. Mm, yeah. Or maybe he was in New York City. I think he was in New York to start and then he moved to Indiana like halfway through. Anyway, um, so they did that. I mean, people started watching, I guess, their friends and stuff at the beginning, but then they like started getting followers and... The term nerd fighter actually comes from a video game that John found in an arcade. It's actually called Arrow Fighters, um, but he misread the title and thought it said nerd fighters. Um, and so I guess they started calling, you know, their followers nerd fighters, but they don't fight nerds. Uh, they fight against world suck and they try to increase the awesome. Um, huh. See, see, when I when I hear that word, I think at. At best, you know, like nerd apologists, and at worst, like nerd combatants. Like that's that's the connotation that yeah, I have. Yeah, no, no, they're that. nerds through and through. Well, no, that that's what yeah. I mean. But like, but you think the opposite because of the name. No, no, Wait, no, no, that's what I mean. Wait, like, what? Ner- nerd being the type of fighter. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Yeah, not like combatants against right. nerds. Okay, yeah, I mean they they fight, I guess, for good. Huh. And for awesome, what does what does that mean? <laughs> well, the, the 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 brothers Green are are very big into like charity work. Okay. Um, every December they host what's called the Project for Awesome, where they kind of try and take over YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, they encourage everybody who is anybody to make a video about a charity, um, and then everybody goes and comments on the videos and tries to you know drive up the the visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and they collect donations throughout that time as well, um, and then they award it to like the top five charities as voted by everyone. Um, so yeah, it's just like hmm. 
time when they take over YouTube, they're big proponents of Kiva.org. I don't okay. know if you... Yeah. Yeah, so like the microloans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, they're basically just about, you know, being nice to people and doing awesome things and not being crap faces. You know, Decepticons. That's the opposite of a nerd fighter is a Decepticon. No. Yes, it is. Don't know that because is because that is. wouldn't make nerd fighters Autobots. Well, maybe it does. Who's to say? The Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> the Autobots get to say. <laughs> no, they're they're Decepticons. Huh. So. That's pretty lazy. Well, that's that's. No, that's I'm just gonna say that's a really. Who who came up with that? Who said that? Uh, it was either John or Hank. I don't. It remember. was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't appreciate that. Well, that sounds like Decepticon talk. <laughs> call, call it whatever you want. <laughs> me, me and Megatron is my homeboy, so. Anyway, right. do you do you understand now? Do you have any other <sighs> questions about the nerd fighters? It, it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They still make videos. Okay. So I mean, like they did the year, and then they just kept going because they got such a following, and they're still making them. I, I now guess too, I guess so. I just just don't get what it is that's actually you know, making this a community. You know what I mean? Because, cause like, I guess, you know, they have a website and forums and whatever. And yeah, I honestly all, don't spend much official. time in the forums or anything. Okay. Um, there's, like, some local chapters or whatever. There's a couple of Facebook groups I'm in, like Utah Nerd Fighters and the BYU Nerd Fighters, um, where you can just, you know, communicate with people who are similar to you. Huh. And if they're not similar to you, they're at least accepting. Um, okay. For the most part, so... It's it's still a little bizarre, but hey, it's the twenty teens, so yeah, it's the nineties. How many times was it the night? It's the nineties used as justification for things. I've never heard that before. You've never heard it's the nineties. So. Oh, I mean, no one I knew ever like, said it in the nineties. Women wearing pants to the office. It's the nineties. Oh, okay. That kind of crap. Then maybe that sounds a little more familiar. Yeah, it's the twenty teens. Nerd it fighters is, right? are a 20, thing. With its, yeah, it's 2013. It's the first 20 team, so. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, so I guess I guess in mimicking that original form, you've started doing the same thing on your YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like an homage, I guess. I mean, it's not like, we're not doing the whole, like, you can't communicate with each other sure. via text and everything. We're just, we just, yeah, send videos to each other. With? Um, but with? With Caitlin. My friend Caitlin. Okay, your Caitlin Tillett. She's wonderful. She's a nerd fighter. Um, met oh, well, her, I, I had assumed know. that much, you know. You'd have to be to buy into this kind of a little scheme, I guess. Uh, Decepticon talk. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, we decided we're, we're doing four days a week. So I have Monday, Wednesday. She has Tuesday, Thursday. And we just, you know, make a video. Upload it by midnight. If it's not up by midnight, there's punishments. has to be under four minutes or there's punishments. What kind of punishments? Like, for instance, what did I give Caitlin? She got a video. She couldn't upload a video one day, and so I... She hasn't actually completed this punishment yet, but she has to do, like, a hand puppet puppet show with these, like, hand tattoos that I found because they're cute. Like that. Like that, huh? Yeah, I mean, you but guys can't ev- everybody see Everybody can see. But I'm making puppets with my hands, and they're talking to each other. Holding your hands closer to the microphone <laughs> is not going to help. <laughs> I'm not used to, you know, yeah. sound stuff. I'm used to video. Yeah. I make I videos. I I do too. Now I guess. Yeah, you do. But they're dumb. And yeah, video I, games. I haven't watched them. That's fine. 
you don't watch mine, so nope. You know, <laughs> I do know. I'm I'm well familiar with it, and and now you understand too. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. If you post things that aren't about Minecraft, I might watch. You you probably know this, but I I just uh, I like to bring this up as many times as possible when it's relevant. Every minute, there is 72 hours of video uploaded to YouTube. That's cray-cray. So every minute you spend watching video on YouTube, you're already three <laughs> days behind well, it's everything good you could watch. Then I don't want to watch everything I could watch. It, I, just, I just think it's so bizarre that we're in an age when there's more content than there are hours in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, That's, same with books and everything, too. I mean, there's more books published in a minute than you could even read the titles yeah. of in, like, a year. <laughs> well, well, and exponentially so within the last five years. Yeah, with like, digital publishing. Yeah, yeah. self-publishing is, is... It's obscene how much content there is. And I'm just amazed at how many people are still able to thrive in such a... Mm -hmm. You know, such an economy. It's like... You know, I've I've kind of felt that way when I finally do write my stupid three books that I keep talking about and never actually <laughs> starting. Yeah, yeah I've, I mean, I've written two books. Yeah, I just, you, I just want to put you that have out there. written two books. You you could be considered a novelist. I am a novelist. I didn't consider myself anything else. Uh, I'm just saying you could, and you're you know. You, I mean, uh, you know, haven't published them or anything, but. Right, right, which is which is yeah. Anyway, leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't want to argue with you about whether you can write books um but yeah just just put them up on whatever kindle for 50 cents 99 cents it's like that's something that you that i've wanted to do and anything beyond that is gravy it's not like it's mm -hmm. not like there's any sunk cost with that yeah. kind of thing there's no investment required well you know only like the time of writing the novel well right but if you're going to do that anyway truth which well, i mean in your case, you've insisted on twice. I have, and I will probably insist on it a few more times. Exactly. So there's there's nothing to lose beyond, you know, a little bit of face, which, I mean, who cares? I like my face. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I've pretty much just been doing those stupid video game YouTubes for, I don't know, A to... To fill the time, B, to actually get better at video editing, mm -hmm. and three, so that I can, you know, have something to show in some kind of a portfolio in the future. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. I like playing video games. Yeah. And I like listening to myself talk. That's why I wear the headphones. Headphones are totally weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's cool you're doing it. I mean, doing stuff is awesome. Yeah. And Sucking at stuff is, is good because then you get better. Um, a wise magic dog once said that sucking at something is the first step to being sort of good at something. He is the wisest magical dog. Yeah. That, uh, that season's almost over, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they just had the second Fiona and Cake episode. Right. I haven't seen that one and yet. And it was Donald Glover mm -hmm. who played Marshall Lee. I watched it today at work. Um, um, we're, we're, we're speaking of the television cartoon Adventure Time. Which with... comes to Netflix on March 30th, so if you haven't seen any of it, it's soon going to be your time to watch it all. Nice. In a binge. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an entertaining show that has kind of also found extra demographics. 
I think I think I like that term, extra demographic. It's yeah, it's a good term. You should coin it. I just did. Is it? <laughs> is there like paperwork you have to fill out? I don't think so. I don't think. Tell everybody that you coined it. I, I think. Make I, a Facebook status. I think in the fifties you had to like <laughs> like take out newspaper advertisements. <laughs> Let's get some classified space. <laughs> Hear ye, hear ye, let it be known. For all interested, <laughs> you may now use the term extra demographic when referring to, to creative works that have reached an audience outside of its original intention. <laughs> Let's do it. You, you do it and let me know how it goes. I very well might. I trust you too. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, we've been chatting about nothing for, for kind of a while. Uh, any Anything else you want to bring up? Any, I don't, any I don't final know. words I don't, on the couch? I don't, um, I don't know. Anything you want to plug? Um, my vlog is called Authentically Awesome, youtube.com slash authentically awesome. Um, you check us out. We're kind of cool sometimes. Sometimes our videos suck, but like the magical dog said, we're on our way to getting sort of good at things. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming and enduring my nasty couch. Yeah. Thanks for having me on your nasty couch. <laughs>